Welcome to Two Peas We Are, a podcast about growing, empowering, and inspiring teachers to create dynamic learning experiences for all students. Welcome back. Welcome to episode four of the Two Peas We Are podcast. I'm Jen Newbarth. And I'm Heidi Adams. Today we did something really exciting. Um, our whole team, Lakota brought in Tom Murray from Future Ready. And Future Ready is something that Lakota kind of signed on to this year. Ohio has become a Future Ready state. Um, and Future Ready is just basically a framework of personalized education, personalized PD, personalized teaching for the students. Um, and it's all based on research. So it was just exciting to hear him talk. He was energizing, he was inspiring, and actually the coolest part was we had some kids, some Lakota students in attendance, some former students of mine. They actually sat at my table with me. It was really fun. Um, and we, you know, we had dialogue, we, you know, did some chart paper work, um, but most of all, we just, it was just great to kind of hear some, some future vision for our district and kind of see where we're going with, with our PD. Yeah, it was great. So what will we be doing today on the show, Miss Heidi? I don't know. What will we be doing? We are going to be investigating the G Suite app and talking about some practical lesson ideas that you can use with each of the apps. And both Heidi and I are very, very, very excited about the whole G Suite in general. Revolution. Yes. So we're excited. <laughs> So welcome to Rockin' It Out. Our Edge Chat this week was hosted by Angie Brown at Phenomenal Coach, and her topic was purpose, passion, and our why as teachers, as educators, and it was fantastic. Um, I find her Edge Chat, as well as the Edge Chats in general, to be inspiring, but I also love them because of the time to reflect as an educator. Yes. Gives me time to think about the questions, think about how I apply them to my own personal and professional life. And um, I just like the way that that kind of gives me that quiet time to think and kind of be vulnerable and kind of throw it out there for the world to see and then just go on. <laughs> and her topic, generally it's, you know, sometimes it's an academic topic or some other kind of topic, but last night's topic was so, I don't know, it was just so feel good. I actually, when I was finished, I kind of felt like Susie Sunshine because everything I said was like happy and positive and wonderful, but I guess that's just what Angie Brown does. She brings that out in you. Okay, time for the segment called... What are you, Dr. Johnny Fever? <laughs> the big topic of the day is 
um, G Suite for education. Um, they used to call this Google Apps for Education, and I, it was like Gaffy, the little initial, the acronym. But they call it G Suite now. I don't know why, but they do. So um, it is a suite of Google now. It is, it is very sweet. Um, in Lakota, if you're a Lakota teacher, you can get there from your one login page, like where everything is. Everything should be there, and it is. Um, if you're not from Lakota, you can just get go to your Google Drive. Um, and you'll find all of your wonderful apps there. Um, if you're in your Google Drive, there's a big blue, is it blue? New yes. button on the top left. Blue is the sky. Yep. <laughs> and that's where, that's kind of the key. The, the new button is where you can um, create everything. So the first option down is a folder. Um, one of the kind of the cool little tips that you can do is you can right click on those folders once you create a folder and you can color them. So I have them color coded at least just for a visual, just to kind of help my eye, you know, get drawn to whichever one I'm opening. Um, but also kind of the power that comes with the Google folders is when you have the kids get into their Google Drive. Um, it's so important if you get them in at the beginning of the year, right when they start into their Google Drive, have them set up a folder for their grade. So if they're in fifth grade, have them set up a fifth grade folder. And then that way, at least they know where to kind of like guide everything into. Um, I would go a little bit further and then have them get in there and create a science folder and a social studies folder and a language arts folder. Um, and that way you just kind of set up those expectations for them and give them a little bit of a framework to get organized um, for, right, you know, right off the bat, right from the beginning and create good habits. And, I, and we won't mention any names, but, you know, sometimes our drives get a little bit messy. Mine does. But I try to take some time to get in there and get it cleaned up and get things into the right folders. Um, so that's oh, when you can either upload, like when right below the folder and the new button, you can upload. You can upload a whole folder from your computer or you can just upload a file. Now, personally, I am a dragger. So I like to drag things in instead of uploading. I make my screen half size, and then I just drag stuff over there, and it uploads. I don't know. That's just more fun for me. I hope to God that you are not talking about my Google Drive <laughs> as it being messy. I did, as she was doing that segment, Never. thought how appropriate that Heidi Adams would be doing the organizational piece of the Google Drive. Yes. Now, mine is organized, but... It's kind of like a college dorm right now. You have things organized, but then there's those um, piles of dirty laundry that need to be sorted. So, sorted? I guess I'd need to clean them and then sort them. <laughs> Anyways, my Google Drive needs to be cleaned up. So, take Heidi Adams' advice and create folders and stick with it. I uh, recently talked to a teacher who had worked with students who had been doing Google for a long time, and she said they had gotten into that habit of, as soon as the document was made, putting it into the folder so that they were organized. So great information, Miss Heidi. I love your organizational skills. So we're going to talk about Google Docs um, as one part of the G Suite. And when you think about Google Docs, first thing that comes to my head is um, Word in Microsoft, which is just a place for students to do word processing. And um, they have the ability to share the document. They can share with other students. They can share with you as the teacher. And that provides an opportunity to do quick and immediate feedback for the students. So thinking as a language arts teacher, 
I think about all the papers that we would do and um, I actually got to the point where I had them start doing um, their information onto note cards and then at the end of the class they would just turn in that note card so that I was giving them constant feedback as they wrote. This kind of gets rid of those note cards where they can start to write on their um, doc and then share that with me and I can read through it, give them feedback right there on their document because there is a commenting tool and it's in three places when you're in your document, but you can put actual comments right in the margin of the document. So with the commenting tool, I said there's three places. There's a speech bubble next to the share button that you can click. When you click on that, it will, over in the margin, put a place for you to start typing some ideas that maybe you want to suggest for their writing piece. Up in the toolbar, um, right in the middle, there is a speech bubble that has a plus sign that you can use to get that same margin space to write or you could highlight. So if there was a sentence within uh, the document that didn't make sense, you could highlight that and then it'll pop over on the right margin and you can write a comment about, maybe you wanna read through this to um, clarify what it means. So the next app is, ah, Sheets. <laughs> Sheets is like Excel and we, we were like, what are we going to say about sheets? Do we want to like just skip it? No, we can't skip it. It's it's scary. Spreadsheets are scary. Um, and Excel is overwhelming. And Google Sheets sometimes can make it a little bit, um, I don't know, I, not simple, but manageable. Um, but, I, but I think our lesson idea with sheets is, you know, you've got your spreadsheet. You've got the ability to manipulate data and sort and filter. Um, but kind of one of the really cool things is it works in conjunction with forms, and we'll talk about forms in a couple of minutes, but you can, to kind of get kids into using spreadsheets, you can have them start with using a form. And that way it kind of like, you know, makes the spreadsheet immediately from the form, from the result of their form. And the form is like a, can be like a survey or a quiz or something that they're just gathering like information or data from. Um, and the nice thing about that is it shoots it straight into a sheet. Um, then you've got your data, you can sort it, um, we, Jen and I went to a session at OETC where the presenter, it was, it was all about Google Sheets and the presenter literally presented from a spreadsheet. She made like a big text box in it, had the instructions and all of her instructions were us manipulating spreadsheets. So, um, I mean, it's, you know, it's doable. It's one of those things that you know, we are afraid of and it's like hard to get into because sometimes it's overwhelming. But I know that you can, you know, you can get into it. You can kind of get some simple data in there and get kids in there um, and have them manipulating some data. Another really cool thing is um, you can create charts and graphs really quickly from, you know, data sets. And it just kind of shows up right there on the spreadsheet. You can manipulate, you know, bar graphs and circle graphs and different things like that. So um, there we are putting on our show notes a cheat sheet for all of the Google apps from Casey Bell's Shake Up Learning website. Um, so I'll have that link in there for you. But it's really nice because she has, you know, just some, some really quick and easy ways to use sheets and spreadsheets and in, in addition to all of the other G Suite apps. And it's actually a PDF download, so when you go to the 
link that we're going to put into the notes. It will take you to a page where it'll ask for your email address and then it'll give you the download. Um, I think they send it to your email, but I'm not sure. But it's it's worth it's worth giving her your your uh, email address and her newsletters are fantastic. So um, it's worth it. So we're going to head into slides, which is my, yeah, my absolute (laughs) favorite. And I'm going to kind of go back to Excel or not Excel um, sheets. I think it's the fear of the unknown with the sheets. I never was an Excel user. And um, now thinking about sheets, I just have to kind of change my mindset and start playing with it because everything that I see um, from Alice Keeler is really, really good stuff. It's just me having to tackle it and learn it, and then it'll be just something really easy. Slides, slides is kind of my friend. I do enjoy um, working with the, the, the app in many different ways. So oftentimes you think of slides kind of like PowerPoint, but once you get into slides, it's so much more. You can change your slides so that that it's an eight and a half or what is an eight and a half by eleven. Mm-hmm. You can work on it like an infographic to create um, posters and um, ebooks and all kinds. I mean, you think of it, you can do it in a slide. So it's very versatile. And once you start, you start to see all the potential. Obviously, I just told you a bunch of them, but it is it is what I open when I go to my G Suite on a daily basis. Um, I'm gonna kind of share an idea that I recently did uh, with a class. And I had a slide deck is what they call it. And that would be the official Google term, <laughs> slide deck, but which is just a presentation. Um, but I had a presentation, a slide deck, and I had my first three or four slides were information that I was sharing with the class. Then I had five blank slides. And I had the students um, in groups, and I kind of jigsawed the activity, and I gave each group a different article. And then after they read that article, they created a slide that would help them or help to explain what the article was about. So the group was working on one slide, and then when they were finished, we were able to bring that whole slide show up and each student or each group could explain why they put what they did on their slide. They could use pictures, uh, text, shapes, color, um, anything that they wanted to create understanding based on what they had read. So it is an awesome way to get students collaborating together, working together, creating, and just thinking differently about an activity. Next favorite, so I love slides, and I'll be honest with you, the next one is, like, if you go into your blue, what is it? The blue button. Oh. New button? Oh, the blue new button. (laughs) You click on that, and you see your docs, your slides, and your, what's the other one? Sheets. Sheets, thank you. (laughs) There's a more, where you go to the more, and it'll shoot out another box, and there's something called Google Drawings. When I first started working with G Suite, I remember opening the, opening that up and thinking, why? Yeah. What is this? Why do I need this? And I kind of shut it and didn't think about it anymore. And then 
as I started working with it, I realized what a great tool it was. And Heidi was kind of, you were kind of comparing it to Publisher, mm -hmm. but it would be a ve very basic, if you ever use Publisher in Microsoft, it would be a very basic Publisher. Yeah. And it is so easy. I think of it as a graphic design in Canvas or a graphic design canvas. Did I say designer? Yeah. No. Anyways, <laughs> it's a canvas where you can design anything. Um, you can put pictures, you can put videos, you can put call out boxes. It's a great way to design a poster, design um, an activity, create a game, whatever you want. However, it is not a drawing app. It is not a freehand drawing. Right. Like you can't take a stylus and um, draw on it. And that was the first thing I tried to do. I opened yeah. it up. I clicked on like, you know, the little, I don't know, the tool I thought would be like a pen. And I started to try to draw and it like gave me straight lines and shapes. And I was like, ah, well, this isn't drawing. But we started to see some good potential in it. Yeah. And a lesson idea that we gathered, you heard it on the Google Teacher Google Tribe, Teacher tribe yep. uh, was creating a cartoon. So when you open up Google Draw, you get a, it's gray, isn't it? It's mm -hmm. like a gray sheet and it has like these little lines in the corner, in the bottom right hand corner, and you can either pull it larger or make it smaller. And then you can add boxes to create a cartoon and tell a little bit more on that. <laughs> so like if you just insert shapes, and you use, you know, you can use squares for like the little different little frames of the cartoon. You can, in, the kids can insert images, or you can insert images too. Um, and the really cool thing about inserting images is you can also insert from the camera. So if you've got a camera on your device, you can have kids take pictures of themselves, selfies. Um, the, in the little shapes tool, there are speech bubbles and call out bubbles. So they can have the little characters, whether they're themselves or images they got from a search. Um, they can be speaking and, you know, and then obviously they can create their cartoon and, you know, continue the story. So it could be a cartoon as a follow up. It could be like um, something from history that they've read, have a historical figure you know, speaking, what would they be saying? It could be them speaking as a, you know, follow-up from a story that they read. So I think the ideas there are limitless. And the students love it. I've had um, teachers try it and kind of just threw it out there because they were not sure about how to explain it and let the kids play with it at home. And um, the kids came back with some really, really fun cartoons that they created. And I, I showed some kids the camera feature where you insert and insert from the camera. I mean, that's like a game changer. They, they get so excited about that. Who doesn't like to make a selfie? Me. <laughs> but yet I have so many of you. Yes, I know. Um, all right. So the next app on your G Suite and the last one we'll talk about today is Google Forms. So you're still in that kind of, you go, you know, you hit the new, you go down to more and then you, it shoots out to the right. So you go down to Forms. Um, forms is there are two choices you can either make it a quiz or it's like a survey tool so an idea for the kids to do is like we mentioned back in sheets is that 
Um, like if you're studying something or whatever your current topic is, you could ha have them gather some data that they're going to use to drive their research. So you can have them create a survey, come up with the questions. Um, they could survey their classmates. They could survey, you know, family members at home, um, whatever it is, you know, that, that coincides with your topic. And then, like I said before, the results go straight into a spreadsheet. So from there, they can create visuals you know for their project they can create graphs they can create charts so it's just such a great tool to get people into spreadsheets um, to kind of work together and you know it's creative it's students driving their learning and you know it's really the forms themselves are so just intuitive i mean it's question type your question what kind of question do you want to have you know and, and those kinds of things um they're easier they're pretty easy to share with a share button um so the, the kids can get into the kind of the collaboration that way um so another idea with that you can use forms with is you can kind of move away from the data piece and you could have like when you're done teaching a unit you could have the kids create their own quizzes so they could make up their questions as review and then they could trade swap with each other um, they could share with each other and they could kind of answer each other's review questions um, so that's another great idea so and you also have the ability to add videos so if you had a video and then questions based on the video mm -hmm. or you, you uh, video that you've created. Yep. So those are all your kind of your general G Suite apps. Now there are more out there, but those are kind of like the basic ones, the ones that come with like the basic package. Get yeah, get you started. So hopefully you've gotten some good lesson ideas that you can use in your G Suite. All right, this segment is the little things that make a big difference. Um, quick tips and shortcuts. So of course, since this is all about G Suite, we have a G Suite tip, and this is my absolute favorite. It knocked me off my chair <laughs> when we <laughs> went to the Google Summit back in November. Um, Donnie Piercy, a teacher from Kentucky, I think he teaches fourth grade maybe? I, I think it's fifth. Fifth, okay, elementary kids. He's at Mr. Piercy, M-R-P-I-E-R-C-E-Y on Twitter. Um, and when, <laughs> when he said this tip, I was like, I'm done. I, I was like ready to go home. It was all I needed for the rest. She was, she was like, mic drop, I'm out. I'm out, I'm good. So now we've built this up, so you gotta be ready. Um, so in slides, a long time ago, they used, there used to be a website called YouTube Chopper or something like that, where, you know, you've got a YouTube video and you just want, you know, 10 seconds or 30 seconds of it. Well, in slides, you can do that. Um, so you open up a Google slide deck and inside the slide, you can insert a video and it can be your own video. It can be a YouTube video. So once you have the video in there, um, you just click on the video to highlight it and then you click on video options. And then a little kind of a menu bar pops up on over on the right. And in there, it's got some time frames. So you can start it at 3 minutes and 30 seconds and end it at 3 minutes and 50 seconds. And it, I mean, it's amazing. Um, it won't show until you hit present. You have to be in present mode for it for the, um, the little clip to take place. Um, but as soon as you hit present and you hit play, and it only plays that individual clip.
time to connect, curate, and collaborate. We're going to go back to the beginning of the show where we were talking about our morning meeting with uh, Tom Murray and Future Ready. And um, that is who we're going to give you the information about <laughs> for Twitter. He, is, he can be followed at Thomas C. Murray, and I <laughs> highly suggest that you put in at Thomas C. Murray, and that is not to be confused with Thomas C. Howe from The Outsiders. Stay gold, pony boy. Stay gold. Okay, our final segment is Make It Happen. This is where we like to charge you with something, something that you've learned today. Put it to practice. So we, I mean, gosh, we talked about so much today in uh, all the G Suite apps. And we gave lesson ideas for each one. So here's your charge. Go into your Google Drive. Lakota teachers can go to one login first. Everybody else, just their Google Drive. Um, and try one of those tips, try one of those lessons. Have your kids make a Google form, go in and do commenting on Google Docs, do a collaborative slideshow, um, go into a Google slide and put a little YouTube video in there and chop it. Um, put your face in a Google drawing, do one of those things. It's so much fun. Just do it right now. Just put your face in there. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> and when you do it, give us your feedback. We want to hear from you. Um, find us on Twitter at 2PsWeAre. Or head over to our website at 2pswear.com, and it's with the number two. And recently we got a... Review. Review, thank you. Asking, uh, what is our Twitter handle? So I am at Jen Newbarth, and my last name is N-E-U-B-A-R-T-H. And I am at Digi Adams, which my family thinks is the funniest thing in the world. They laugh at me. And by the way, they won't even hear this because no one in my family has listened to my podcast yet. Although Jen's family has listened to her to the podcast. So I'm calling them out right now. Hopefully they'll listen now. <laughs> and it's at D-I-G-I-A-D-A-M-S. And please leave a review uh, wherever you listen to the podcast. And that can help others to find us. And just awesome for us to read. You just listened to Two Peas We Are podcast. You can find us at twopeaswear.com or on Twitter at twopeaswear. Shout out to us, share, give feedback, or just ask us a question. We are all in this together. Oh, who's been rocking it out this year? Oh, for God's sakes. <laughs>